Stop Punishing Yourself, the only podcast that teaches neurodivergent Alaskans prone to anxiety and depression how to stop feeling like victims to their brains and start feeling empowered by them. I'm your host and neurospicy life coach, Alicia Turner, and I promise to take you from codependent and insecure to independent and unstoppable using the spiritual art and science of coaching. If you're ready to fully reverse the harmful wiring that's living rent-free all up in your brain, then let's get started. Hello, my fellow earthlings. Welcome to episode 20 of the Stop Punishing Yourself podcast. It is, if you're listening to this live... It is Identity Week over on my Instagram. I'm giving away a five-day intensive training on deep identity work for free, which is amazing. And so if you're just tuning into this live on the Wednesday that it airs, it's not too late. You can go catch up on the recorded replays of the first two days, and you can join me for day three live today. And so for today's episode, I kind of want to, it's a lot, like I put a lot of work into this. It's literally like everything I've learned in these 31 years of my life condensed and simplified and made easy for anyone to understand, even a third grader. And I am so excited to be giving it to you. So I kind of want to, you know, instead of talking about other random thoughts I have this week, I want to go directly off of what we're talking about in Identity Week and maybe take the next five episodes, including this one, to cover briefly what I'm covering there so you get a little taste of it. But I do recommend you get on Instagram, go to at Alicia Turner, follow me and watch the whole hour call for each day. Yes, it's an hour. Yes, it's going to be worth it. It is so valuable and I'm just jazzed up about it. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about what Identity Week is today and then all I'm going to share with you today as to not completely repeat myself again for for a second, third, fourth time is I'm just going to tell you what makes up an identity, what it is and how it's separate from you. So the, sol- the problem I'm solving here in Identity Week is most of us have no idea what an identity is. We feel like it is this permanent thing, this permanent part of us that controls who we are, that limits who we are, that makes us stay stuck within the current identity we have. And so this becomes a problem when we are stuck with an identity that has us thinking, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I can't do that. I'm not smart enough, right? Can you see how that's a big problem? When we think we are our our identity, we stay stuck in a shitty, limited identity. And so when, and especially when it's a shaming identity, when your identity is self-shaming, when it's riddled with anxiety, that is not fun. And to feel like you're helpless to that because you think your identity is a part of you, a part of who you are and you have no control over it. 
oh, I got to get you out of there because that's just not the case. So very simply, the problem is we think our identities are permanent and permanently a part of us, like our skin or our eyeballs, and we're stuck with what we got. But the solution to this problem is to learn that this is not true. Our identity is not permanent. Yay. Uh, and learning how to understand how that's true. That is why I'm here. I'm going to explain how that's true. I'm going to make it sound so simple and easy for you. What we need to do is separate and move that identity we think is controlling us far, far, far away from where our actual awareness and power is because in comparison to who we actually are, an identity is just a measly, fragile little thing that has no power over us. So, okay, I'm going to simply tell you what an identity is today. I'm not going to go over what the full training is on the podcast because you just got to go listen to the real real deal, but I'm going to give you a little taste of it today. Uh, But I will give you the same caveat here because I think it's so important. I think it's so easy for people to confuse someone's words. And I actually talk about that in the training. But when I say I'm shattering identities and, you know, we're doing all this deep identity work, I'm only talking about shattering something, taking something that is not serving you. It's not helping you. It's not in any way useful to your life and showing you how to leave it behind for good. And so I want you to see again that that's separate from you. I'm not talking about changing you. I don't think something is wrong and needs to be changed with who you are. You don't need to change. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you as you are exactly right now. You are literally perfect, beautiful, precious, sacred, worthy right now. And there is nothing you could ever do or not do or do wrong that could change that. And I don't think there are enough people saying that outside of dogmatic religion with an agenda to control women's bodies and take away healthcare for trans people. So uh, that shit is just pissing me off lately. Anyway, so your worth is inherent, okay? And the essence of you is not the same thing as all of these identities that you picked up along the road of this crazy, wild, chaotic life, okay? You are not those things. And I want you to really hear that because we aren't doing identity week because we need to chase worthiness and we're trying to solve for getting more approval, being better so we can finally find that worthiness that we are lacking. That is not what's going, that's not what's going on here, Okay. We are doing Identity Week because we understand our inherent worthiness so deeply. We're just starting to recognize all the places we are out of alignment with it, right? A part of you already knows I am worthy. I am deserving. But when you are showing up to your life in a way that is out of alignment with that fact, with the deepest truth of nature, then things get wonky. You start unnecessarily suffering because of that misalignment. So identity week is all about getting you back into your power, back into alignment, back into a place where you are feeling as sacred as you actually are. So we're doing this to improve your well-being. That's it. We're not doing identity week to prove your worth. 
So if you successfully shatter and rebuild an identity, like I have several, several times in my life, I promise you, you will not get to that other side and suddenly be more deserving than you already are right now. That is the ultimate illusion. That is the ultimate lie. And I'll be honest, I believed it for so many years, right? When I was severely depressed and I finally started functioning, a part of me thought, oh, well, I'm obviously more worthy now that I'm not depressed, but it wasn't true, right? When I was insecure in my relationship and then I learned how to feel more securely attached and independent, I wasn't more worthy when I was secure than when I was insecure, okay? So I want you guys to see that you will be essentially the exact same person on the other side of shattering an identity with or without it, so don't be confused about that. That is why there's never any fucking rush to change something about you. It It's such a slow, luxurious amount of time. It feels delicious to have that expansiveness around you to be like, I have all the time in the world to shift this, to take care of me, to figure it out. Uh, but I will say there is an urgency for you to feel better. And that's very different than rushing to think from thinking there's something wrong with you versus an urgency to, I deserve to feel better. I want this. I'm ready for this now. Because you do deserve amazing, incredible things right now, not later, right? Waiting till later is almost like a hidden shame in your psyche that's like, oh, well, we're just going to put this off because you actually don't deserve it. So look out for that. Have a loving urgency for for you to feel better because that's the ultimate place of sufficiency. That's the ultimate place of power, my friend. If you're here and you are listening to the podcast and joining the training and you're solely motivated because you're thinking, I'm not enough, so I've got to get this, I've got to learn this to finally be my ticket to become enough, or you know, this will finally be the thing I change that makes my husband respect me and my boss approve of me, you will be disappointed at the end of it because that's not what we're doing here. That That's not the problem we're solving. The problem here isn't that you haven't figured out how to become enough yet, like that's a secret that's being hidden from you. The problem is that you haven't recognized that you already are enough right now. And I'm going to say that one more time because it's so important. The problem here is you haven't recognized that you already are and have always been enough. So like I said in the training, do not use my brilliant ass tools against yourself. Do not take any piece of this work and use it to shame yourself. Okay. Otherwise we will be having an argument. Okay. So there's nothing we need to change about you. Okay, but there's a lot we can work with with our current identities that are detrimental to our well-being, that have us unnecessarily suffering and using our energy in anxious, fearful ways that don't add anything to our life, any any life to our years, any money to our bank accounts, anything, any fulfillment to our relationships. They're just a waste of fucking time. So let's get into it. What is an identity? An identity is very straightforward. It is a collection of thoughts, trauma, and coping mechanisms. I want you to actually think of a rock collection you own. Okay. Do you identify with your rock collection? Or are you like, I am these rocks and these rocks are me and we are not separate? No, that's kind of weird. You own the collection. You control the collection. You decide what's in it and what's out of it. The same is true for your identities. I should also mention that you have several identities. You aren't just one thing. You are a whole working organism, but your 
identity is in flux constantly and there are several subsets of identities. And so it's so easy to do identity work when you're just working with one, one tiny, tiny subset. That's it. I just spit on the mic. Sorry, Steven. So it's so easy to shatter an identity. Once you're aware, it's a collection you have control over. You are the owner and facilitator. You are the steward of the collection. You get to decide what stays and goes. Um, you get to curate it. You get to do whatever the fuck you want. This is where your power is. And so we pick out one. That's what we're doing for identity week is we're just taking one. We're making sure it's specific. It could just be healing your anxiety, getting rid of that anxious identity that you feel is a permanent part of you that you have no control over. You feel helpless to. So we pick one, we set the rest aside and we just collect the anxiety identity. So we go out, we're looking for three things. They're right in our face. They're so easy to find. We're looking for the anxious thoughts. We're looking for the trauma that's connected to our anxiety. We're looking for the coping mechanisms that are connected to the anxiety. So you take, and you need to do a couple things here. Okay. You need to watch the training on day one for the rest of this information. I would also recommend going back and looking and listening to the episode, the science of a thought form, because that's going to give you a lot more useful information about what a thought is, right? There's four parts. It's not just a word form. It's not just an expression or a belief. It's not just truth. It's all of these things at once that you have to have awareness over if you want more control in your life. So the biggest part of your collection is your thoughts, And your thoughts are so cozied up to where your power and awareness is. And so you've confused your thoughts for your awareness and power, but they're not the same thing. You are not your thoughts, okay? Your power, your awareness is the consciousness observing your thoughts. You are the one that decides if you want to believe a thought or not, if you want to keep thinking it, if you want to bring it with you in your collection or chuck it out the window. But we haven't been taught how to think critically in this world. Okay. We were taught the Pythagorean theorem and a whitewash racist version of history. That is so deeply disappointing to me as an adult. Fuck you public education system. Okay. So we wasted a lot of our goddamn time when we were learning that bullshit instead of learning the most powerful, infinite, abundant thing we could ever learn, which is how to think. It's the most important skill of your life. Okay. But people tend to confuse thinking with word forms and expressions, but aren't, which that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the symbols and sounds. <laughs> I have to cough. The symbols and sounds are. Uh, I'm just laughing because I know I'm going to leave that coffin. So I'm just laughing for all the people that listen to it and I'm just carrying on. So the people that think word forms and sounds are thoughts and they are just are totally at the surface level of it. They haven't dove any deeper into what a thought is and how thinking works and why it's useful to spend your time thinking about what you're thinking about. Uh, We need to go deeper with that. So we don't want to confuse a sentence, a word form with an actual full ass thought that has all the power in the world that you need to have awareness of. You need to have awareness of those four separate parts. Okay. So I'm not going to go over that again because I've already done it on the podcast and on day one of the training, go check that out. And And we'll move on to trauma because I think this is an important piece. The other part of the collection that we're, we're gathering, we're looking at, we're going to 
get the whole collection in front of us so we can see it nice and clear, nice and easy. And from the place of having collected it all, then we get to decide what to do with it. So today we're just gathering the collection. And the other piece of that collection is trauma. And we've got complex trauma. We've got attachment trauma. And so I don't want you to be scared of these words. They're extremely straightforward. They're not a problem. All humans have it. It's very normal, not a big deal, totally manageable. So I'm going to simplify trauma for you right now, okay? It is essentially, we're going to boil it down to a painful sentence that got lodged into your brain as truth. The, the, the sentence is not truth, right? Because truth is always kind, loving, peaceful, but that's exactly what makes it traumatizing because it is a painful sentence. It sounds like I'm not good enough. Something's wrong with me. I'll never be able to be that. I'm stuck. I'm behind. I'm unworthy. It's a painful sentence that you're believing as a truth. And that's why you need to know what truth actually is. So you don't make this confusion anymore. Little you was confused. And now adult you knew you needs to go back and clear it up. It's super simple. You can do it all from the comfort of your chair. You don't have to move. You don't have to go to therapy for 10 years. If you want to do this fast and easy and straightforward, come work with me. Okay. It's also painful feelings lodged into your body. Okay. When you don't have space, validation, language, or the understanding you need as a, as a developing child, learning to regulate your nervous system, trauma came in to save the day. It was there to help you. It put a little pin in that painful moment so you could continue functioning without completely shutting down. But over time, never taking that pin out. And now we've got 40 other pins in there holding shit together. It starts to shut down and get wonky and stop functioning the way it's meant to. And so when I was super depressed, I, I was basically contending with 18 and 19 years of trauma of pins of painful sentences and feelings I had put in my body and I still hadn't dealt with. So trauma really loves us. It's literally there to serve us, help us survive. It is not a scary boogeyman that you should be afraid of. It's not there to deliver terrible news that you are broken and flawed and it's unrecoverable and your special problems are so unique, you'll never be cured. That's just not the case. And this is coming from a person who totally thought that was the case for me. So like I'm right there with you. But in and of itself, trauma is also connected to our coping mechanisms. Cope, coping and protection mechanisms are, are part of this collection of an identity. So we're going to need those too. So we've, we've got the thoughts. So really it's downloading all your thoughts onto a paper. It's seeing all the ways you think about this identity and how it limits you and how it's not your fault. Now you don't have any control of it. It's looking at the trauma. What's wrong with me? I can't do this. And then it's looking at the mechanisms. So this is another way your survival brain is guaranteeing your safety, right? It's truly an act of radical self-love to cope, to, to learn habitual ways of protecting yourself through how you show up to avoid complete shutdown. And so we have coping mechanisms that we've used to learn to use like addiction or control or hiding, shaming, judging, yelling, people pleasing, and conforming to societal norms to protect ourselves from overwhelming danger. So it's really not so bad. That is essentially what an identity is. It is not you. 
how is it true that you are not all those things? How is it true that you're not these random sentences that flit across your mind? How is it true that you're not trauma? Like you had no control over what happened to you and how your physical functioning of your brain, your nervous system responded to that. That's not you, my friend. That's like saying it's a flower's fault if someone comes by the garden and rips rips the flower off. That's not you that did that. You're the gorgeous flower existing and radiating beauty and in alignment with reality. Okay. So we do want to get back to, to truth and we do want to make sure we're aware of the identities that are not serving us. We want to be aware that we have power over them, that we can shatter the fuck out of them and build a new one that serves us. That feels better. It feels more cozy, comfy. Um, and that's it. That, that was essentially what I, gave you on day one, missing a lot of information there, but still, uh, it's essentially the core of the message that I want people to hear. So I hope you're learning it here if you're not going to check it out there, but Hey, go check it out there. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Okay. I truly and sincerely love you guys. That's why I have been using my vocal box all day to talk to you. And um, I'm going to rest my vocal cords now, but I love you. And I hope this was helpful. Reach out to me if you have any problems. And hey, if you want this to all be a lot easier, you want some help going through it, I am right here. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening, buddy. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, you have to come check out my one-on-one coaching program. It's 24 weeks of me and you where I take all the guesswork out of your self-awareness journey. I'm just going to give you all the answers in one go. I guarantee you after these 24 weeks, you will feel like a completely different human, empowered, focused, motivated, in love with yourself and on fire for your life again. Go to aliciaturnercoaching.com right now to book your free consult call, and I'd love to have you join while spots last. I'll see you there.